What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another House of the Dragon TV talk. All right, the continuation of recasting is not going to stop. So I was watching this episode, and obviously we're in the midst of a very awkward funeral where all of the awkward family drama is very awkward. But this entire time I'm sitting here watching this episode, I'm really trying to reconnect with Renera and really struggling. I mean, I'm sure I'll get there. I'm sure I'll get there. And on top of that, we're spending a lot of time with all these kids and all of their whole uh, interpersonal dynamics. And, you know, the kid doesn't have a dragon. He's made fun of by his cousins. But then the cousins aren't really like his full cousins because of, you know, the whole situation there. And then his other cousin dies. And so he's going to get her dragon. But then her kids feel like they should get the dragon because in all fairness, they should probably get the dragon. And then he bonds with it. But now he's got it. And it's like the giantest of all the dragons. And then he loses an eye. And then everybody gets all stabby stabby. And then the kid's like, you know what? I'm actually cool with this. Like, I, you didn't even have to like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I got I, I got a dragon, y'all. You, I, I can give you another eye if you want. Pro probably not that. Anyway, point is, I'm trying to like identify with the kids. I get it. Aegon is the jerk, right? He is our, essentially our new Joffrey. Then you got one-eyed McGee, McGillicuddy, uh, Targaryen, Hightower uh, dude, pirate kid. And he's got the biggest dragon. And so that's a thing. They also have a sister who's kind of weird. She's got her old little, you know, side thing going on. Who's betrothed to her oldest brother because Targaryens, I guess. And speaking of which, you've got, you know, niece marrying uncle. It's a, it's just, it's all very Targaryen. But here's the thing with the whole recasting thing. Because I'm going to keep coming up with this. Because this is, this is something they're doing this season. It is continuously, we've been rotating out cast to deal with, I guess, the aging of the characters. But I realized this episode why it's starting to like, I don't know, like break things a little bit for me. And it's really because of Damon, okay? Like all of the other characters either get recast or age up. Meanwhile, Damon Targaryen looks exactly the same as he did 20 years ago. Like what? what's up with that? Like he's sitting here next to his brother who's like on like becoming like this ancient you know, weathered individual. And I know he's sick, but even still, I think that's supposed to tell the passage of time, not just because he's sick, but also because he's old and Damon's just here. He's just fine. He's just fine. He's like, he's like Benjamin buttoning. He's like the Benjamin button of the Targaryen family, but that kind of broke things for me. And as we're like, we're wrapping up this episode, like, and you know, all of the interpersonal dynamics of the kids and everything has all been established. Like literally as the credits are rolling, I turn to my wife and I say, I bet they're going to recast all these kids next week. And lo and behold, looking at the preview for next week, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> so it's like, <sighs> the recasting thing is, is just broken for me. Beyond that too, I don't know who we're supposed to pull for. And maybe the whole point is we're not supposed to pull for anybody. Like they're, it's like secession. They're all terrible. But even secession kind of made you like their characters, even despite the fact that they're all terrible. And here, I don't, I don't like anybody. Like everybody's kind of awful. I mean, like maybe the elder Valerians, but like, otherwise, like we're not really pulling for anyone here. Admittedly, one-eyed dude who's Aemon, by the way, Aemon's Targaryen, which by the way, isn't, isn't that that master Aemon? So this is, this is the guy whom which the, uh, uh, the maester at the Night's Watch will someday be named for now that I think about it. Anyway, point is they're all terrible. I don't care who wins. <laughs> I know they're all going to die and... I don't know if I'm enjoying this show or not. I really don't. I really don't. I, I, it was starting off, I thought, fairly strong. But ever since the shakeup, I've, I've had a harder time reconnecting with it. And, you know, I've been making the points for my uh, Rings of Power TV Talk episodes about the fact that these two series are very specifically like like being pitted head to head. And I thought starting out, House of the Dragon was like way ahead of Rings of Power. 
And Rings of Power has had like a very, like it's struggled this season, I think overall with just kind of being slower and trying to establish all of these different characters and kind of all these different side plots. But with more recent moves that was just made this week on Rings of Power, or at least last week on Rings of Power, I feel like, you know, they've kind of like, they've positioned themselves now to be, you know, leapfrog House of the Dragon. And I don't know. I really just don't know how this season is going to fall out. I want to like like someone even if i like hate them you know what i mean i just want to kind of like like to hate them like even if they're on the wrong side we need like a Tyrion to make a comparison here we hate the lannisters we love Tyrion. we kind of need that kind of character and i don't see that character anywhere so i don't know we'll see um we'll see next week when we once again get a whole different cast of characters coming in to play all these kids whom i guess now we're supposed to follow the kids because obviously a lot of the Civil war happens between the kids. You do see, by the way, throughout this episode, like the battle lines being drawn, right? Like who's going to be on what side we get kind of the first calling of like the high tower contingency as the greens. Uh, so you have the kind of the green dragon, so to speak. We also, I mean, like you get the sense that this is the last time that they're all together as a family, at least on this series anyway, before the civil war really gets started. And it does seem like the civil war is about to really get started. Who's watching these kids? Okay, now this is the other thing too. Like they're all fighting. They're grabbing rocks and knives and everything else and the kid loses an eye. I'm like, who is watching? These, they're supposed to have like royal guards, right? I don't know. I just... Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so so this episode is what it is. Uh, I, overall, a lot of very awkward, tense, drawn-out scenes. Lenore uh, goes off with his guy and uh, fakes his own death, kills some dude working for his dad uh, to and, and burns his body. Sure. Guess that's okay because Valerians, I guess. See, they're all they're all awful. Everybody's just everybody. You just you just all you all awful. I hate you. I hate you. I hate every single one of you. Maybe most I most all of you. I don't like any of you. That's that's the problem. I need to like somebody. Just give me somebody to like. That's all. Give me somebody. I don't know. Y'all liking anybody? Let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, head over to Twitter. Use the hashtag. Uh, let's go with Dragons TV Talk. That might that might make it easy. Dragons TV Talk. Let me know who do you like on this series. Like who are you pulling for? Who are you connecting with? Viserys, in all fairness, is kind of a nice guy. He's a little, you know, not a great king, but I mean, all, all things considered, he's likable. But we all know he's not long for this world. And he's more pitiable than like you're not really pulling for him. I don't know. That is going to do it for me. But uh, again, let me know your thoughts. You can find all of our contact information and more at tvtalk.fm. That's going to do it for me for today. But don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. 